All right, everyone. How are you doing? I am Sergio from the Dodgeball Podcast, and here with me I have. How's it, everybody? My name is Dana Rodriguez, and I play for the South African Green Mambas. I play on the mixed team and the ladies team. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Julian Springer. I am the coach of the uh, SA Green Mambas mixed team, and I was vice captain for the the men's team. Hello everyone, my name is Jean Michal. Um, I played for the mixed and the men's team. I was captain of the mixed team as well. Hey everyone, my name is Rodej Bofarov and I was a player for the women's and the mixed team and I was the captain of the women's team. How's it? My name is Nicholas Saval. I founded uh, Don4SA a couple of years ago and I'm lucky enough to still be playing on the men's team and in the mixed team and I'm the vice captain of the mixed team. Nice. As you guys can tell, I've pretty much cornered all of South Africa <laughs> to, to do this uh, <laughs> interview. And, and just to kind of give you an idea of the time difference, it's rainy and it's 1030 in the morning in Hollywood. So um, I know Dana is surprised that we don't own the sun. <laughs> I know. Same here. So I brought these yeah. people on to talk about the World Cup that happened last month. Or last year. Wow. Uh, seems kind of weird to see that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the World Cup event that took place in Cairo. As you can tell, I have uh, Dana and Nick as returning guests, and I have three new people to share their perspectives. So we'll talk with, uh, let's start with Nicholas. It's been a long time coming. So how do you feel? How did you feel having the team selected from your perspective? And what was your overall theme with this team? Like, what would you think the number one thing with the team, whether it was personal camaraderie or maybe certain drills, like, what would you say was the one priority for you putting this team together? Hmm. I guess, um, so first off, it was, it was a group effort. Um, everybody was hands on deck with putting this team together. We had a lot of standing coaches, a lot of players acting as coaches, a lot of family and friends helping us through the whole process. Um, the one thing that stood out to me personally was uh, you mentioned our camaraderie, um, but also just our spirits, our spirit on the, on the vibe. You know, we, even if we, if we lost or didn't do as well in the game, we, we came through with a lot of spirit energy and are very supportive of each other. So we were very happy about that. And we carried that through with our practices as well, or tried as much as that. Nice. Um, so let's talk to some of the players and we'll talk with, uh, Rode first. So what was it like when you found out that you made the team and you were heading to Cairo in a couple months leading up to it? Oh, it feels better than the feeling that you get when you're a child and your mom tells you that you're getting a puppy. Yeah, it was, look, it's, it's a sense of honor, um, to represent your country for, or something as amazing as dodgeball it's something that we are so passionate about um so i just can't explain how happy and excited i was it was amazing you can pretty much recall the moment it took your breath away yes i, I suppose that that moment happened three years ago when i was selected for the first time um to to play internationally uh geez is it three years ago yeah it's three years ago and um yeah I, I just, <laughs> the moment you see your name on the list it's like oh, oh my goodness you're joking send your family send it to friends send it to everyone yeah. <laughs> so it was very cool <laughs> i just want yeah. to point out for the people at home we have our screens on 
and Dana was cheering like crazy when she heard that story. She had to mute herself, <laughs> just for the record. Accurate, very accurate. <laughs> well, that's nice. So what about you, uh, John? Yeah, what I know. Was it like it was, the first um, time you got selected? Yeah, it was very good. Um, it's the first World Cup that I've been to. So um, that was really, really awesome. I mean, this was something that uh, me and Angie started socially, and then just one thing led to the other. So um, the fact that we got to where we were now, um, was amazing. Yeah, it's it's something I was the same as Rodeo, just try to send it out to as many people as possible. Um, <laughs> so it was it was awesome. It was like like I said, it's such an honor to represent your country. It doesn't matter what it is or in what position. I mean, it it was amazing. Uh, the experience was unreal. Nice. And you said you you found out along with your partner. Yeah, correct. Me and Angie started initially just socially, um, and then yeah. Step by step, we got into this into the stage where we are now together. Yeah, that's nice. It's actually I don't think I've heard someone ever say that they found out along with their their partner that they made the team. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, we, made, we started at the same time. We made SA at the same time, and and so on and so forth. Yeah, that's great. I definitely yeah. want to interview you too in the future. Um, okay. How about you, Julian? Um, so uh, being one of the coaches, um, you kind of know a little bit about the, the playlists before they come out. Um, <laughs> cause you're, you're like picking them. Right. So <laughs> and, and we sat down and we had, uh, it was supposed to be an hour meeting. It became a three hour meeting. It's just, you know, lots of, lots of discussion, lots of chat. Um, but I will, I can revisit, uh, my, my first selection was in 2018. Mm. Um, and, uh, I, that was after not being selected for 2016. So the first time the South African team went to Cairo, I didn't make the team. And that, that uh, disappointment that, that hit me then really fueled me to, to elevate my game and to be better. You know, because when, when, you, when you miss out on something like that, it's, it can go one of two ways. And you know, some people leave the sport, some people use it to fuel them. So for me, that was like, okay, well, I'm going to show them why they needed to pick me. Um, and then and I, I think I've done that. Um, as as best as I can, because uh, for me this is this is my my first real World Cup. But we did do the World Cup Invitational in uh, 2018, uh, which was also an incredible experience. But every, every time we announce the teams, it, it just feels good, you know. Like you see your name up there, but for me, it's the names around me that also just make me happy because these these are great people that that we're working with here. Nice. What about you, Dana? You've been cheering for everyone here. So I love it. Let's, let's, let's flip the script and have everyone cheer for you. How, how did it feel oh. like you found out? <laughs> how did it no, feel like I love you it. Found out that you made the team? I love cheering for everybody. You know, like you you got to be your the cheerleader of the squad. Well, that's me at least. But you have to be your own cheerleader too. So um for me it's been consecutive very very privileged to um be representing again both the ladies and the mixed team and it's been like this ever since like i've we've started and we've been you know um you know playing affiliated and everything but um again very proud like julian said now it's (laughs) It's not really about the team, um, you being selected. It's about your team. Who are your players? And for one, the mixed team, most of us are from the Joburg um, side of <laughs> And uh, myself, Nick, and Rodeo were the only Captonians. And um, we clicked like this. It was like 
yeah, I just loved it. <laughs> it was brilliant. <laughs> like a, a few of us were a little bit, you know, worried, you know, X, Ys and Zs, but I loved it. Everybody's like family already and oh, so much excitement, so much love already. I love it. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, but yeah, very proud and just honored again. That's nice. And as you guys can tell, for the people at home, I have coaches as well as players on. So their perspectives are going to kind of merge. And then there's going to be a point where it may separate uh, as far as what they've had to deal with. So be prepared for that. Um, so let, let's get to it. So you found out you're on the team, or in some of your cases, you already know who's on the team. You're, <laughs> you're forming a game plan. You're forming training camp. How, is, how did training camp go overall? And were there any setbacks that you guys had to overcome while while doing it? And I think this will be best suited for uh, Julian and, and Nick to to tackle. Cool. So I'll yeah I'll dive in. Um, so we have a, we have a coaching team of about of six I think in total. Um, which is one of our guys is up in Joburg, and he's essentially my my proxy there. Um, a guy called Pietras, who's who does um who does what he can, but. Yeah, as soon as we had the teams, it was okay. So, so what do we need to focus on? So, we were fortunate enough to have an African Cup in in July, I think July. Uh, so, from then, we 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 knew how that we could uh, we knew what we'd done wrong because uh, we we played quite a few games against Egypt, uh, and from that we had learnings and things. So, the various teams we said, okay, so for mixed team, what did we do wrong? Um, and fortunately, we recorded a lot of the games, so um, you can go watch a very heavy defeat. Um, that we, we we suffered on day three um, to to Egypt, but watching that game with the mixed team and with the coaches, you can very quickly go. All right, so we kept doing this. All right, so let's let's not do that. How do we train that? And as coaches, we discuss and say, all right, what drills can we do to make us stop doing these these silly mistakes? Because when you're watching yourself play, like you think, yeah, I didn't have such a bad game. You know, I hit some people out, took some catches. You feel good, but then you watch the footage and you go, oh yeah, I did, but I also stepped on the line or you know like the, the little rookie mistakes where you just weren't necessarily focused and you're trying to think okay why why was that the case um but yeah uh, the the training camps for we we ramp it up so in the cape town side we were up to almost four practices a week at one point um because we we knew that our big problem was fitness so the team for for our july uh, tournament we were not fit enough and uh it was a big effort from everyone in the squad uh we were doing beep tests we were doing metrics uh, we, it, it was, it was quite intense. Um, we actually stopped doing fitness at training and we were just doing metrics at training. So if you came to training, you didn't make it for the beep test, uh, like the, the various levels, we had a tough conversation and fortunately everyone managed to, to, to make it into the squad, but there were a few people where it was quite touch and go, um, whether or not, because, because dodgeball is a game about fitness at the end of the day, it's lots of short running, it's lots of recovery. Um, so so yeah, this it was it was quite intense. Um, but I think it went well. I actually think this is the most prepared the SA squad has ever been. I think it was good effort from, I mean, obviously the players. Uh, but but coach having a coaching team of of five was very helpful. Uh, we've got some good people on the co on the coaching staff as well. So it's 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 nice to to have people to bounce ideas off and and to to run with it. Anything you want to add to that, Nick? Yeah, nice. He said. I mean, Jules basically covered it all. He's uh, one of the biggest ones we had. Was trying to. Um, align Joburg and Cape Town because for the first time we've got um, a big squad in Joburg and a big squad in Cape Town and we've got Joburg players in the uh, playing with the Cape Town players and Cape Town players playing with the Joburg in the respective teams 
And it's how to align that training so that when you play together for the first time, and a lot of us did play together for the first time ever, um, how do you sink in with the training without playing with that with that those other players? And I guess, you know, in the States and other countries that are big, big, larger countries have that same problem as well, where they've got a, they've got excellent players in, in all over the country. And how do you align that training? So um, I think we did quite well in that regard. Um, and the, the communication between Jules and PT, who was our Joburg correspondent, and then the players, their respective respect for the coach and how they absorbed the information really helped. So it really did work quite seamlessly on the day. Nice. So I'm going to flip the script. I'm going to ask the players here, how, how did they feel about the preparation and training camp and essentially the hell week you put them through <laughs> to, to physically get them prepared? So we'll start with uh, Rode. How, how did you feel personally, not just about the team, but personally coming out of all the training camps before you took that flight to Cairo? How did you feel? Like you felt really prepared, really apt, ready to go? Um, yeah. Funny enough, okay, fitness-wise, funny enough, um, I felt like I was more prepared fitness-wise in a previous tournament. So this one, I was a little bit less um, prepared. I just tried to pin that down to what, what it was that could have caused that. And I think it's, um, I think it's oh, just, you know, because dodgeball is, a, is an external thing in your life. So you do your job and you have a whole bunch of other things that you do and then you have dodgeball as well and it's not like I can give my job up um, and just go do dodgeball full-time I would be the fittest person on the court <laughs> so um, it was just tough for me to to balance um, things and to be very very present each and every practice um, and then um yeah yeah I had a bunch of extra things but I for this for what it's worth the the practices that we had and we had these boot camps every Saturday for three hours I absolutely loved it I <laughs> I enjoy getting sweaty and all flustered and like tired and I enjoy the fitness and I hate it in the moment and it's terrible but um <laughs> I enjoy doing it with the team especially especially seeing other people struggling as well and then you get that one person that's like in the crowd going push it don't give up and then another person on the other side and you're like okay yes definitely not giving up i'm i'm pushing and oh it's so great i i enjoyed it so so i was prepared i was um ready for it um yeah it was it was a great experience i can tell who that was cheering crazily and that was probably dana and her brother <laughs> dana and her brother for sure uh, I, I thought it was like two people i know and only one i've ever talked to what about yeah, you? Yeah. We have another guy called um called Vian as well. And then we have uh Kayla, just the vice captain for the ladies, and just a whole bunch of key little people all around the group that go, don't give up, like keep pushing. It's great. It's really <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Oh, we're getting all our shout-outs in today. Let's do that. Uh what Let's about you, go. John? Um, yeah, at least from I'm from the Joburg side. Um, so we we had a little bit of difference to the Cape Town guys. Um, but I think like what Julian and Nick said, it was so important for us to to be able to align correctly. Um, from my side, at least, I feel like I was way fitter than than um, the AFCON we had in July and definitely more prepared. Um, did a hell of a lot of game footage. 
and like mentally, especially preparing, because I've, I've got a big belief that the dodgeball is a very mental game and losing your head is, is a detrimental massively. So, I mean, you can ask the guys, yeah, I try to put on a lot of motivational things for mental side at least, because I, I feel like that was quite an important thing. So, yeah, I think I was there pretty much. I think I prepared really well. So I was really happy with myself. And then with the Joburg team as well, there was a lot of them that was first timers, which was which was awesome. What about you, Dana? Um, if we're speaking just about the training camp or the boot camp, as we call it, um, on this, uh, we only call that for our Saturday classes. Um, I attended everything in the week. Saturdays I couldn't really get to because, you know, I work for Dodgeball SA as well. And we had so many events plus, you know, fundraising. So I kind of skipped out on that, but I did, you know, work the event, you know, playing Dodgeball and refing Dodgeball and hosting Dodgeball, you know, all that. So I couldn't, I can't really vouch for our training camps on Saturdays, but our training Generally in the week, I like Rade said, it's it's great when you like you, you know, getting to that failure point and then you're like, ah, oh, you hear somebody, you know, my voice inside going, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I really enjoy it. You know, you gotta keep on keeping on. And I also feel like I've improved from AFCON to um the World Cup. So um always room for improvement, but um um fitness yeah but uh, other than that uh we've worked on a good couple of things um overall good <laughs> <laughs> solid so there's something i've noticed in this interview that i didn't think would come up so you guys mentioned that for the most part some of you guys are from johannesburg and some of you guys are from cape town you guys very rarely ever cross over and play together do you uh, how far are you guys apart geographically for the people at home? Oh, same flights. Wait, what was that? In, in, in kilometers, it's about a thousand and three hundred odd. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So don't, 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 don't quote me. <laughs> oh, no, you're going to be on the podcast, pain. so it's going to be quoted or not. <laughs> uh, one, one second. I'll, I'll Google it. It's a two hour plane fr- flight. <laughs> it's really uh, that far? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so playing with a mixed team was like, you know, Jules and Petrus did something crazy, but it yeah. it worked. It literally worked. Uh, you, you know, know one, of, yeah. one of the funniest moments for me in Cairo was when <laughs> we were at the hotel and, <laughs> and I'm seeing all the Jobik people for the first time and I like see this guy and I'm like, are you here? Are you like one of the family members? He's like, no, I'm Doug. I'm on the team. <laughs> I never met him. I don't know what he looks like. Mm. Yeah, for, for the for the fans at home, the distance between Johannesburg and Cape Town is 1,397.8 <laughs> kilometers. Let's go, Julie. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so, so so it's 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 a bit of a drive. Um, about 15 hours or so. Uh, if you drive like if you drive like me, probably a bit quicker. But um, it's 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 probably not worth it. Um, but yeah, we 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 are we are planning this this year to try and do more sort of like uh, and more of a nationals as well to to get some Joburg versus Cape Town stuff going, just so we can see them all. But yeah, there's a lot of trust. Um, Nick actually goes up to Joburg semi frequently, so he meets some of the players there and 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 does that kind of thing. Um, I'm I'm also with my job going to be traveling a bit as well, so we're going to try and use that to to try and bridge the gap. But it was a lot of um, a lot of uh, Discord chats with Pete um, or, or Pietras. Uh, 
over um, many weeks. And just whenever we'd have an idea as a voice note, like we had a group going with Jean, Nick, myself and him. And I think Nick sent a nine minute voice note. And I was like, my dude, how dare you? And then immediately in response, PT sent a 10 minute, 40 second voice note. I'm like, do you guys not have work? Like, <laughs> like what's going on here? But uh, it was all good stuff. It was all important that we, we got that out, that we, we, we managed, to, managed to get it through. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a challenge. Um, but I actually wanted to mention that the biggest challenge we had in South Africa is load shedding. Um, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with, with what that is. But uh, it's, Sorry, what was that? It's, it's called load shedding, but it's essentially rolling brownouts, I think is what you would call it in the States, um, where your, your uh, electricity goes off for a period of time during the day. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, we hit some very hardcore stages of load shedding and obviously most of us work during the day. So you want to have to practice inside. If there's no lights, there's not a lot you can do. And also it's different areas differently. So we had to sometimes play in less than ideal conditions. Uh, there were a couple of practices we did on a cricket field and with the cricket net. So we just did what we did what we could. So we had to push through that as well. So that was working against us. And it, yeah, I think it also affected the, the Joba guys as well, because I think they have it a bit worse than we do. Um, but yeah, it's, the, it's, the country was working against us as well at some point. So it also wasn't, it wasn't all smooth sailing there because like, it came down to the coaches as well, because sometimes load shedding will change like on the day and suddenly your venue for tonight you can't go there. There's no lights. So we had to suddenly hustle and try and figure it out. So that was also something we managed to overcome. But uh, I thought I'd drop that out there for people who live in a country where such things don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it happens here in California, just not to the frequency and severity um, that it sounds like it may have happened for you guys. Jeez, um, you guys are like yeah, we're in load shedding right now. Yeah. Oh God! So I, at any yeah. point, I can lose one of you, you guys have... in this. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I have to deal with that when I interviewed Nick or Dana. I don't think any of them ever mentioned that at all. Yeah, yeah. It's because we're used to it. it. We're like desensitized. Yeah. You're like, we don't even think about it. Like, I only thought about it while we were talking. I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's also something. Um, <laughs> but because uh, mine just finished now at 6 30. Um, but what you do is you, 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 you live around it. So, like, I went for a run. <laughs> so, it's, you know, you. Yeah. You don't need electricity to do that, so it, it helps. <laughs> no, you really don't. Um, all right, so l- let's get to it. Have you have all of you been to Cairo before? Mm, so this is essentially wait, wait, Dana, Dana, you been there? Yeah, yeah. So it was five years ago with Nick and three others that were on our uh, squad that went. So five of us in total. That's been already. Our first international <laughs> squad. We didn't really know what we were doing back then. Alright, so let's talk about that. So what, what was it like the second time around for you guys versus the first time around for most of these people here like Jean and Julian? Sure. Um, me personally, I, I love the second time around. I think the first time we, we stayed within the area, we stayed within an area called Mahdi and we were on the same property as where the, the tournament was. So we didn't really oh. venture out too much. We did a, a permit trip and we did the Nile trip and that was about, about it. 
um, but yeah. we didn't get to roam the area really a lot um where this time we were in a lot more safer area of egypt um and we could travel a bit we could walk around the area our complex was bigger uh, we did a few more trips we went to different things like the night market etc so for me it was a it was more experiential on, on that level but obviously not as awestruck as the first time so, UD? yeah i would say the same um uh i enjoyed our squad way much more second time round. um yeah just uh enjoying the experience with my new people and obviously my old people <laughs> but uh yeah i would say the second time around definitely much better okay for the first timers so that would be what julian and john right yeah this was my first time um yeah it was definitely experience um but it was really nice i mean i can't say egypt would have been somewhere i would have just chosen to go by myself um but since we were there, we thought, yo, we might as well make the most of it. And I'm glad we went in the end. It was really cool. We got, it was amazing. It was nice to see the different cultures, how the different town works, cities and, and um, the traffic. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was interesting. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. I mean, we got to go to the pyramids, which was amazing. We went to a museum where we saw some mummies, which was very cool. Um, went on a nice Nile boat cruise. Like Nick mentioned, the night market, which was something very, very interesting. Um, so it's just, it was a nice trip. We managed to get a lot of things in um so it was really really good made the most of it definitely nice what about you yeah. julian I, I think the big thing for me was um having a guide i think if if anyone else is planning to go to cairo um it's a country that is arabic right so but arabic also has its own alphabet so if you go to a foreign country um you can kind of make it out as if the letters are the same uh but if it wasn't for ramiz i think i think we would have all ended up lost and uh and, and alone yeah. somewhere wandering in Cairo. And ripped off. Uh, <laughs> and, ripped, and ripped off. That's, <laughs> that's actually... So, so that's huge. Like this night market, there's no prices on stuff. So the guy will tell you it's this much. And if you don't know better, I mean, that's what you'll pay. And like, I think he wanted me to pay 3,000 pounds for something. I eventually got it for 600. Like, and that's that's because that's that's what you got to do. That's that's the culture at the market. You you haggle, you try and, try and do what you can. But... Uh, the people there in general, my, my favorite thing about Egypt in, in total was that the people, the locals were so welcoming, so gracious, like friendly, like they, the story I like telling when people ask me this is uh, we had one of our supporters um, and he wanted to, to walk from our hotel to the stadium. And there's a six, there was six lanes of traffic he needed to cross and it's just chaos. And he just stood there lost and confused and some guy walked up and said listen do you, you look like you're lost do you need some help he said listen i just want to cross the road guys are cool come with me and he just walks out into six lanes of traffic the cars just stop james just walks with him fearing for his life gets to the other side and then the dude just like okay cool cheers and walks back like just casually across six lanes of traffic no no expectation of anything it was just a i'm gonna literally help a, a tourist cross the road um and it was that for me is just showed like that encapsulates how nice the people there are. They all try a lot of them. They don't speak English, but they will try so hard to speak English to you. Um, and I really, really appreciated that. Um, uh, so yeah, we, I, I, I loved it. Um, uh, also food. I like spices. So it was a great, great country to go. If you like spice, uh, spice food, uh, food is good. Um, yeah. And all the experiences that other guys have mentioned also fantastic. 
if I if I can piggyback just on what Jules said Go now, the the hospitality and the warm the warmth and the friendliness of the Egyptians are really incredible. So um, we were very lucky enough. Nick and I went down to Egypt, up to Egypt, yeah. <laughs> up to Egypt yeah, a little bit up. earlier. Yes, <laughs> we were up a little bit earlier, uh, maybe about five, six, six or seven days earlier. Um, and one of the Egyptian coaches was really kind enough to host us for a few days, um, Joe Miller. So this is probably a shout out to Joe. Um, and the absolute hospitality of those people are mind-blowing they they're just so warm and welcoming and he, he's he just really prioritized giving us the best experience so yeah they are phenomenal nice uh, that's that's really cool to hear i mean obviously you're, you're traveling for a dodgeball tournament but you're all essentially traveling to a different co- country different culture and the fact that you had that kind of warmth experience outside of of the court it really speaks really speaks to the greater connection that was made there and that's actually really good to hear um so let's talk about the event let's talk about who are you guys individually looking forward to facing now i know i interviewed nick and i've interviewed dana in the past and they both said they wanted to take on egypt really bad they want to take them on i mean obviously they hold the crown in the continent so so to speak but were there any other teams that you guys want to point out as far as who you were looking forward to facing in the tournament and why? I'll actually start with you, Rode. <laughs> this is going to sound so terrible, but actually all the other teams, because, um, and this is just personally, I hadn't played, I haven't played against anyone but Egypt. So as much as um, we have a great relationship with them, I was really looking forward to playing against different competition and to, you know, sort of just see how, how we fare against other competition and getting to know other players. Um, if I had to single out one specific country that we were looking forward to playing against. I oh, think this is who you better. looking forward to. Yes. Yeah. I was, I was looking forward to play. Yeah. I think it would probably be Malaysia. Um, especially with regards to the mixed team. Um, yeah, we were just watching some of their videos and things, and I was really quite intrigued. So, and also, I suppose on the for the women's side as well. Me personally, I think Malaysia was the one team that I was really looking forward to playing against. Yeah. What is it about them that stood out to you? So, this is just my personal opinion. Of so, <laughs> Hong Kong and Malaysia are so disciplined, and it's so incredible to watch um they you know the, the structure of the games are very disciplined and it's it's really beautiful it's very like yeah such a beautiful to watch and then you get malaysia that's just like a wild card almost <laughs> structured but not structured in my personal opinion and they're like just sort of unexpected um just from what i gathered so i was i was looking forward to that almost like a lucky packets what are you going to get how are we going to do against these people and it was yeah that's what i was looking forward to nice what about you john um yeah i also like rode i only had to play against egypt before so i mean i'd never played any other countries before and um tried my hardest to try find as much footage as i could on some other countries but unfortunately some date back six or seven years so it's not really ideal um you know, if I had to pinpoint 
Uh, I really enjoyed playing everyone, to be honest. Um, I, I also was quite excited to play Malaysia just because of the fact that watching footage of them, they are ridiculous at dodging and jumping around the place. They are so agile. Um, so that was something I was quite looking forward to seeing. Uh, maybe not playing against, but <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was still good. Um, yeah, and then I guess another team for me actually was the States to play against USA, um, which was really, really nice. I didn't, it was, that, that was probably something that was a highlight for me as well. What about you, Julian? So for me, it, 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 it was personal. Uh, so when we were at the World Cup Invitational in 2018 uh, as the men's team, we made the final and we lost to Hong Kong in that final. Um, and so when, when I saw that Hong Kong was there, I was like, this is the opportunity, you know, it's redemption time. Uh, and uh, so as, for the men's team, I was just amped to play them because from what I remember and what I know, I think we play very similar dodgeball um, like styles. And I just wanted to see how, because we, 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 we changed our thing to be, we got to play a bit more aggressive and see how it works. And it worked and we beat them. Um, and then we had to play them in a playoff and we beat them again. So for me, that was like absolutely like amazing. I really wanted to have that opportunity, but yeah, I mean, to echo what everyone else has said, like it's, it's every country's different. They've all got their own things. Um, obviously you want to play the USA. Like when people think dodgeball, they think America, they don't think like Egypt. They don't like for me, when I, when I think of dodgeball, I think of America because that's, that's what that, like that's the movies come from there. Like everyone you've watched like you know in the movie a kid gets beating up in in, in elementary school because they're playing dodgeball like <laughs> you you think america dodgeball so to 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 play and to also to 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 beat the states was also for me a, a massive highlight but yeah hong kong was personal so i think i'll i'll stick with hong kong as my main answer i don't think i've ever heard anyone ever say when you think of dodgeball you think of the states mm. that, oh, that, yeah. but then yeah. when you when you put it together like that it's just like you can't deny the facts that you point out. I mean, everything like, even though negative, though comedic, anytime you see a kid get beat up on the playground playing dodgeball, it's most likely an American school that it's happening. Um, I can't deny the facts. I'm not going to even pretend to. Uh, <laughs> we're just going to have to take that L and move on. Uh, all right. So, um, I know I skipped Dana and uh, Nick about it because I knew they were going to say Egypt, but I want to get back to you guys and see if you guys wanted to pick someone else. No? Yeah. No, Dana, I would. Know? It's Egypt or nothing. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in first. Um, I, I said USA. Um, I really enjoyed playing against the ladies team. Um, I just felt like they had such a, a similar vibe to us and super chilled very like very great sportswoman and um just a lot of respect on the court and yeah Rode is vouching for me right now like because like their captain <laughs> we unfortunately hit her when she was already out and all of us on on the side is like sorry you know like oops you know it's never it's never on purpose though sort of thing and she if was you like say, you know you mean me. if you say we do you mean me was it me no no <laughs> oh, it wasn't you <laughs> Oh. Maybe, lol. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just it really enjoyed it. Yes, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad. Yeah, but like all of us, like I was also like, oh, you know, how bad, you know. It's yeah. it's not something that we intend to do. And their ladies, um, Captain Fox, she's a lefty and she's also such a great player. And she immediately was like, 
you know, I'm out, but I'm like clapping for you guys. Like it's, it's chilled, you know, we get it. So I really appreciated that sort of vibe that like, you know, cause it's us, you know, in SA. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Nick? Yeah. So I guess when we previously chatted, um, we had a you know, bone to pick with, with Egypt because we'd lost to them at the AFCON recently. And we're like, oh, we got to bring this. But I, I knew like deep down it was going to be a tough game. And I, I couldn't say it was my most, I wasn't looking forward to it the most. Um, I would say I want to prove it to them the most. Not, you know, the game I was really excited about was the Malaysian men, just because I'd watched a lot of footage from them and they'd done so well in previous World Cups you know, like third place, second place, you know, like really up there high. So it's like, these guys are really going to bring it. And I'm so keen to play against that sort of skill level. Um, and then other games, of course, Hong Kong, really exciting. That was also like, oh, they beat us in the final and we've got to kind of prove something there. And it was a long time ago. And I wonder how they've improved and we've improved and let's see what's going to happen. Um, so that was really exciting. And just in general, playing against all the other teams that we hadn't played, USA, Japan, etc. It was just wonderful playing playing new teams and and newer teams like um, Saudi Arabia. You know, they're, they're very new to dodgeball. And they came and brought it and they only had one year's practice, but it was even great playing them because we remember what it was like also starting at our first AFCON or going yeah. to our first Invitational World Cup. Um, and it's nice to kind of be a step up the ladder now where there are newer countries coming in that we could possibly help also give some, you know, helping hands to, et cetera, in terms of, of knowledge, which has been also given to us from other countries. I remember having extensive chats with the UK, some of the guys there, and even from the States, some of the, the leaders there as well about dodgeball when we first started. Um, and it's wonderful how the community are willing to, to help other countries and, and teams, you know, move up to that next level. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, but yeah, you, you did say that <laughs> that you had a collective bone to pick with with Egypt, but I knew that was going to be a tough one. That's why yeah, I let was, everyone else go first because uh, you and Dana said the same thing. What <laughs> out of the bridge? <laughs> of course. Um, so l- l- let's talk about. Well, it's good. We're not going to go game by game, but we're going to give you. We're going to talk about overall highlights because um, pretty much everyone here has played on essentially every division. I have men's, I have women's, I have mixed, all represented. I have coaches. So I'm definitely going to get a lot of uh, different different answers and different perspectives. So for the men's side, let me look at my notes again, and we'll see who was on that. So it was Julian, John, and Nick. So I want you three um, to give me a personal highlight from the men's division that stand out to you personally. Um. Sure, I'll I'll go first. Um, yeah, go ahead, Julian. <laughs> sorry, uh, yeah, yeah you, you guys think I've I've been Dennis sent me the questions like eight o'clock this morning, so I've been I've been thinking all day. Um, it's it's hard to pick one. Um, I got a couple of others. Several, you can pick several. I like, mean, all right. I just don't, I don't I don't want to talk too much. I feel like I'm talking a lot, but um, <laughs> but my my own personal highlight, my my best play, I guess, of the game was uh, we were. I think we were we were down to Egypt in the semi-final, and I think it was six. I think we were six 0 down. It might have been six two or something like that. And um, we were get like they were putting in the pace. We didn't really know what was happening. And they like to do a a suicide or a sacrifice play. I'm not sure what you call it in the states, but um, we 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 call it suicide. And this guy jumps over the court and he throws it at me, and I I just catch it straight in straight in the bread basket, and then. 
like I, I think I was just two of us left at the end there. So bring in three, like now it was three v three or something. Uh, they throw and I take another catch, and that just in like the feeling you get from that because the whole team just lifted and we brought back two sets in a row. Um, I think, and we went into halftime 10-6 down, which sounds awful, but against a team that is that good, that was a massive highlight for me. It was just, it was absolutely huge. Um, I, I don't think I've ever felt that good um, in my life because um, in South Africa we don't really do those plays. We don't do sacrifice plays or, or suicides. It's not, it's not a move that we we do. Um, just just because we, we just aren't very good at it so we, we we don't really have a space for it we also don't think it's very sportsmanlike <laughs> to to do because it can be quite it can be quite aggressive so we, we don't like it um but uh it, obviously each people do their own um so my other highlight was right the very last play of the tournament for me um i did one uh against japan and i hit the guy so feel very happy that my my, my I finally got one, so that that's great. And then another Japanese guy hit me out, so it didn't even really matter. But the point was, I did it. I jumped. I got. I jumped. I threw it. I hit him. That's the footage on Facebook. I'm stoked. Um, so very happy about that. Uh, but yeah, I think mainly for me, that was th- those two things were personal highlights for me. But yeah, yeah, for me as a coach, the highlight was every team exceeded expectations. In 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 my in my opinion, I think. We went in knowing what this was. Uh, mixed team, we took basically more than half the team had never played internationally before. Uh, we took that squad. We didn't come last. Like We, we, we managed to beat, uh, beat a team and also compete. It wasn't like we rolled over. Like The mixed team really brought it. Uh, and by the end, I almost wish like we could have played another World Cup because I think we would do better the next time because I feel like everything started to click into place. Everyone figured it out. Yeah, um, yeah. and then like women's as well like the the, the t- team that we took did did what they could again managed to win some games men's team obviously for me out, outperformed even my expectations i would have been happy with fifth to finish fourth and only just is just it was absolutely incredible for me i i like knowing all the trials and tribulations that we went through it just it just like i came i was i was stoked the whole way the whole plane ride back i was just absolutely buzzing it was yeah I, I i couldn't i couldn't be more excited now i'm thinking about all the things we did wrong but um <laughs> <laughs> and and i i already had a i had a chat with Pietras uh, a couple of days ago on new year's day actually uh, uh i said are you ready to talk dodgeball yet and he's like yeah and we had like a three-hour chat about all the things <laughs> so he, he and i are ready to to get back into it but um but yeah i guess so, so those are sort of my highlights uh catching a suicide doing a suicide and uh and yeah, the team's outperforming um, my my expectations. The, uh, before I before I move on to Julian or to John, um, I'm sorry, I mixed you guys up on the screen a bit. Uh, you said you had a three hour conversation with uh, what's his name, Beatrice. Beatrice, yeah. That sounds like a podcast in and that of itself. Beatrice, <laughs> um, if you down, you you got my info. I'm sure you do. All right, uh, next, John. What would you say was your personal men's highlight, whether it was from you or from a teammate that you, you want to acknowledge? Um, yeah, I think for me, um, yeah, to play men's again, I wasn't initially picked for men's when it came to AFCON. So um, with the World Cup being picked for men's was, was definitely a highlight for me to begin with. Um, so yeah, then just to play was amazing. I mean, I think for me, um, I have one really good highlight. And then I think the two Hong Kong games in the men's team was just a highlight for me. Um, 
because the first game was just ridiculous. I mean, I think we were 11 all and there was a minute, just over a minute to play for a last set. And it was pretty much a sudden death set. Um, and we managed to, to win that one nicely. So, I mean, it was, that was a really, really good game. And then, and then, as I mentioned, in the quarterfinals, we played them again. And, and to win that game was, was really, really good as well. I think those, those two games really highlighted for me on the men's side. They were a lot of fun to play. And it was just, like I said earlier, the, the team we played against was so nice. So it was just, it was really, really good. Um, a personal highlight, um, I managed to get a suicide catch as well, <laughs> um, <laughs> which, which was pretty interesting. It was against Egypt as well. So I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, yeah the, the guy, I think I was alone with three, three Egyptians or four Egyptians on the other side. And the one guy came to do a suicide and as he jumped up, I tried to like kind of jump under him or to the left of him a little bit. Um, and then he threw the ball down and I actually caught it in between my legs. Um, I remember and I yeah. yeah. managed to grab it with my hand, so it was a legitimate catch. So that was yeah. that was probably one of the better highlights for me. It was it was absolute luck and fluke, but uh, it mm. was really good. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. You said there was three Egyptian guys against yeah. you and someone and someone went for a suicide? Yeah, correct, yeah. Somebody then, clipped that. <laughs> um, I don't think it. I don't know if it was. I think it was, it was not on the court that was streamed. No, I think it was streamed. We. I uh, was, uh, you. Yeah. yeah. It, it it was definitely clipped. I'll, I'll see if I can find yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So that was probably yeah, just a fluke personal highlight at least. Yeah. <laughs> was that in the semi-final, John? No, I think it was in the. It's the first game. game. It was, yeah, it was the group game. Yeah. All, almost yeah. all of Egypt's games made it onto the streamer, so you, you, it, it should be there. Yeah. 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 So what about you, uh, Nick? Yeah, I mean, what John said there, um, I mean, I was trying to think of lots of highlights. There's so many highlighted moments, but that was definitely one of mine as well, watching that happen, because what John didn't let you know is that he he was not catching a lot. He was catching some of the time, but he he was turning a lot or diving out the way. And he was, he was quite do like dodgy all over the court, like, you know, missing. So he wasn't really going for the catches. And then here... He takes the best catch ever between <laughs> possible catch. It was brilliant. And everyone was just like, like the whole South African nation was just like, <gasps> yeah, accurate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and because it was against Egypt as well. You yeah. Know, just made it you did it um, on their home turf too. Man. Yeah. Um, another highlight, just, I mean, briefly was when Egypt was, they were smashing us that quarterfinal again and, I think Julian and I did watch that game recently and they were actually 8-0 up and then we brought it back to 6-8. Then we saw the fear in their eyes. That I saw. <laughs> you know, when you see them starting to get a bit worried, they're going, oof, these guys are actually coming back now. Um, and after that, they still won and they, they did get a, a proper lead you know, above that, but it was, it was great. Um, personal highlight, uh, also the first Hong Kong match when we hadn't played them yet and you know uh, it was 11 11 and then eventually we just took that win and i think i was in the last play and i might have done the last shot not that i won the game i didn't win the game at all i think we'd already won but i happened to do before the whistle blew the one shot to get somebody out you know and then it was we'd won as a collective and then it was like wow you get of of pure happiness and joy and um, it's the same as we don't have any under 21s here um, but the 21 ladies played brilliant and they're a brilliant team. 
and they've got so much potential and so much individual yeah. potential and so much group potential and they did phenomenally well um their games were awesome to watch because it was neck on neck it was tight yeah you know um they end up they play they actually get better under pressure as opposed to what the men's team does we maybe buckle a little bit the women get better the under 21 so there was a lot of interesting things that came out of those games a lot of excitement a lot of highlights Mm. um i just want to say i actually saw that semi-final game and i was at the edge of my seat and to kind of give you an idea um, for the time difference, I don't know what time it was for you guys when you played it, but I was watching that game at three in the morning. <laughs> and let me just say, my neighbors hate the hell out of me. I was, I was like, oh, snap. They came there from a deficit, son. that's so funny i was like yo i'm staying up for this you know what the worst (laughs) let me just say this for the people at home and for the people in different time zones the worst thing about watching dodgeball at three in the morning is that you cannot order pizza at three in the morning (laughs) (laughs) let me just say that right now (laughs) unless the tournament is happening on the states a lot of times i'm Mm -hmm. either waking up early or staying up late and you know your options for food are very limited at that point. Um, but yeah, for the men's, you guys did really well. Um, fourth place overall. Not bad. Now let's talk about the women's. So that'll be Rode and Dina's, or Dana's time to shine. Sorry, I keep butchering it for whatever reason. It's been a long day. Or just started, but regardless. Um, let's talk about uh, your personal highlights from the division. We'll talk with uh, Rode first. Um. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, if I can speak almost from like a, a little more of a vulnerable point. Sure. We are, you know, a nation that hasn't been playing probably as long as the other nations. And so we don't have as much experience. Um, so we're not, we don't go in there. Look, we go in there to win, right? Yeah. That's the goal. That's the goal. But we go in with a realistic perspective as well. So we, we go there to really grow and, and get as much experience as possible. So the fact that the women's team won against Malaysia was just absolutely mind-blowing and insane. And I just remember the intense dynamic of the women working together in the communication and everything that was happening at the same time. And they were working hard and we were working hard. And the moment that the the whistle blew, we almost all just like, huddled up and it was this massive mm. like full of celebration that was that was definitely a highlight and um yeah I, I don't think anything can explain that moment and another one f- as well for I think the woman um is that we also again very vulnerable we have only really ever played against Egypt um a lot of us has played against northern ireland i think or something like that but we've only ever played against egypt <laughs> as a team and so we and they're excellent they're really good at dodgeball um so but at by this point and they're really really good when i say they're really good it's like the score deficit is very very yeah. far apart so when we had our team talk for the game against egypt 
I could feel that there was some apprehension and just a little bit of nerves and it's, it wasn't the usual excitement that we were feeling for the other games. And I had completely changed the tone of the conversation that I had with the team. And it was one just of completely take the expectation off of yourself. We're not here to win this game. What we're here to do is we're here to firstly have fun because that is our why. We're here to have fun. Secondly, we're here to play to the standard of dodgeball that we know that we can. So we're going to be ethical. We're going to keep our standards. We're going to keep our composure and we're going to hold our heads high. And I can't tell you, each and every individual that played that game had the time of their life. And it was the best feeling when we had the debrief after that game. We, we celebrated when we, when yeah. we lost. Like, we, we won the last two sets and we celebrate as if we won the whole game because we, we won. We, we, like, we won empowerment and we felt yeah. in control of ourselves and the composure and we felt like we won as a team. And so the debrief afterwards with them was just like, yo, I might start crying, but it was just one of, oh my word, I had the time of my life. That was so much fun. I feel really good. Like, let's do this. You know, we, we have so much potential and all of this. And that was just a really big highlight for me. That was phenomenal. And I can see Dana's going, yeah, 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 the whole time. She so accurate. So accurate. Definitely explain the dynamic here. So Rode was definitely getting emotional, almost reliving the moment as she's explaining it. And Dana was just like the rock star, just cheering for the moment again. She was just constantly shaking her screen, fist pumping. Like she, 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 she wants to run it with you again as a captain for sure. Let's um, go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah. yeah, I think um, those were the two team highlights. And then personally, one of the guys spoke about their personal highlights very quickly. Sure. Sorry, there was there's two more. No, go two for more. it. Go for it. I got time. <laughs> very very quickly um personally um oh but this is moving on to the mix now i hope that's okay that's fine that's fine okay I mean, I'll, I'll bring it all together at the end of it that's fine if Maybe. you want to bring it bring up a little bit of it go for it okay so the personal highlight that i have and i can see julian is starting to smile <laughs> is i don't consider myself um as an as a really a catching player um i'm more a, a, a wing player and i more a stronger thrower so right i don't i don't i'm not the catcher anyways we were playing mixed and we were playing against i think hong kong and we had a false start so obviously they get the middle ball and it's activated and we've discussed very briefly before juliana said to us as our coach if we ever i don't want to give away our tactics now so it's okay if I discuss it's fine i can always change them don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> so Julian says, if we ever get a false start, we have two left people still running for the two left balls. Because the last thing we want to do is give away five balls. Yeah. And I remember that in the moment that it happened, <laughs> I find that I'd never met some of my fellow players. So I don't know if they were on the had the same information as me. So Justin, the guy standing next to me, I don't think he clicked at the same time, but the whistle blew. And I was like, I'm running. Here I go. I'm going for and the, the hong kong guy has the active ball and he does a um we call it a muck he does a what do you call that dummy. he does a dummy 
and he pretends uh, to throw and it, yeah uh-huh. and i jump and then he throws and i caught it in the air i caught his active ball in the air and i'm not a thrower and then his teammate comes up and i throw his teammate out and then the ball bounces off of him and gets caught by his teammate so i'm out but it's one for one and in the stream you can just see me running and i like yeah like i jump off the court. <laughs> i'm so excited and i look at julian and he's like yeah <laughs> let's go that was so insane for me oh my um, god that is epic yeah that was i was definitely i literally took a screen clip of that and i sent it to my entire contact list i was like look guys look i'm gonna <laughs> need then, i'm gonna need that i'm gonna need that clip too. i'll send it yeah. to you I'll send i'm it gonna to need you. that clip too. <laughs> i'm still catching up i'm still watching everything <laughs> I'll send it to you. I have a screen clip of it. And then lastly, and I think everyone here is going to agree, but a nation highlight, like as a whole essay squad, mm. is, is when we got up there and we sang our national anthem. That was flipping powerful. We, I think, and sorry, I'm just going to say this, but we sang louder than any other nation. And we were just so overcome by emotions. We were like holding each other. I had goosebumps from my head to my toes. It was, I was so like crying. Everyone was crying. We were all just like bursting with pride. And that was definitely a highlight as well. That's awesome. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not trying to rush you or anything. I'm just like, that's awesome, dude. No, that yeah. was an awesome moment. Yeah. What about you? What about you, Dana? Um. Yeah, I had a few, but uh, I'll, I'm only gonna say maybe like one or two. Um, oh, yeah. No, this is your time to shine. Say them all. Lil. Well, we'll see. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we were in a ladies' game, and it was just what like myself and one of my other teammates. And the refs were like deliberating or, you know, talking about some sort of incident that they weren't sure of, blah, blah, blah. And myself, and I think it was Chris, I'm pretty sure it was Kristen, uh, rock you, let's go. And uh, we just like looked at each other and then I just start, like started dancing on the court and like she joined me and we like just dancing, waiting for them to like make their call. And we just like, hey, we uh, we doing our thing. It's fine. And like, obviously we're not like dancers. We just, you know, having fun. So I think that was quite enjoyable for me because if you see me on any of the streams and I, I'm not like standing still, then, you know, something's wrong. <laughs> I'm always moving. It's terrible. Yeah. You're like an energizer bunny. You're just always bouncing around. Accurate. Very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can ask anybody. <laughs> like if Dana's quiet or if Dana's still, something's wrong. <laughs> something's wrong. Something's wrong. Um, and then I think, um, obviously, Highlight is gaining new Dodgeball family, you know, like, new players as friends they become dodgeball family like i always say the dodgeball community is one family and like just sharing moments with you know hong kong again or like the like the fresh new people of saudi like those guys are so cool like you make friends like this it's great it's yeah it's literally amazing um 
I think the third and my final highlight that I will mention is that um, right at the end when obviously you do your awards or Tom, Tom Hickson, the president, I got to see him again. He's such a cool guy. Um, I won a virtual blocking, no, not one, that's overachieving. Um, I came first runner up with uh, my other teammates um, for a blocking, a virtual blocking competition. Nicholas recorded a couple of us doing some virtual blocking. blocking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he sent it through to, I think, I don't know if it was Tom or whomever. And then, yeah, myself and Marisol got first runner up and Rode and Kayla got first prize. So that was a nice proud moment for like, all four of us ladies, let's go. <laughs> so yeah. Not just ladies, we were first runner up, you were second runner up, and then Kaylee and... Oh, yes. Sorry, a couple more runners up on the yeah. under 21 yeah. mixed um, ladies team. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so you had to block a ball and then put the ball down and then run and then come back and then pick up the ball and then block another ball with a ball and then do it like six six times. With a burpee. There was a burpee in there, wasn't it? Accurate. Another burpee. burpee? Yeah. yeah. So you jump up, you sprawl back, and then you do a push-up. That's like one yeah. burpee. So it was, it was in teams of two. You had a time limit. You had specific um, actions that you had to do, and you had to do as many of these things as you could within a certain time limit. And they had a men's division, they had ladies' division, and I think no, they didn't have mixed men's and ladies, and I think they had under-21s and over whatever. But we just we just made it as part of our practice. I told the guys, we said, guys, tonight we're doing the blocking competition. And they're like, well, what's that? Okay, we're just doing it. Get into pairs. <laughs> Let's film you. This is how we do it. We filmed a whole bunch of us and we did a ton of them. And we sent them through. And, and lucky enough, our ladies, three of our ladies' teams won. Um, none of our men's teams won, but, <laughs> but the ladies' teams won. And yeah, they got some decent prizes. I think first prize was like $500 or something. Each. No, each, they got five hundred dollars yeah. each. It's a lot yeah. of money. dollars yeah. and Dana and them got fifty dollars each. So that was yes. a lot. Wow. Yeah, and like the the funniest thing, Sergio, is that when Nick was recording uh, myself doing this bloody challenge, it was my coordination was out of whack. I think I did it like <laughs> three times. I couldn't decide if I was blocking. I sprawling <laughs> running i could not do this to save my life and i think we did it like three or four times just to try and record this and i was like no yeah. i have to do it right you know like let's just do it let's just try again and then like i was laughing marisol was laughing nick was like it's a kd or get it and i'm like i have to do it right <laughs> it was terrible but another uh, you know memory worth it in the end eh? <laughs> yeah well you know i got the trophy <laughs> uh, <laughs> and i want to also point out the women in south africa finished in fifth so not too far behind very consistent in the top five bracket now <laughs> we can talk about mixed and i feel like that would bring everyone together so let's flip that and let's talk about mixed highlights and overall how you felt after the tournament. So we'll start with Nick. How did you feel mm. about the mixed team? Um, and overall, what highlights stand out to you from that perspective, from that team? Sure. Um, overall, fantastic 
team. Um, a lot of new new blood on the team, which is interesting. I think it was the most or the, the least experienced team combined, if you had to say out of all the teams, because you had a lot of new Joburg players, but they fit in so well and they played so well and they really brought it and you could see that's why they were chosen for that team. And that's why they were chosen in the first place is because they're really broad and they got so much talent. So um, overall experience was absolutely amazing with the, with the, the mixed um, on the court as well as off the court. They're a great bunch and we all quite got a similar um, culture and vibe and energy. So it was really enjoyable being around that team and also in that spirit. So the team was very, um, just very calm when they needed to be and very, you know, energized when they needed to be. And there was a lot of respect for each other, respect for the coach. And the coach was fantastic. Um, and uh, there going, yay. Yeah, he was really amazing. And um, yeah, just in general, I think we we lifted up our game from the, the previous AFCON as, as a team, as a whole, you know, which was amazing. Um, highlights, there were so many highlights uh, for that mix. I mean, Rodé's catch for one, there was Jean was incredible. Dana was a vital part in that team. You know, um, she can catch some really, really fast balls. So Dana knows, and she takes a headshot very well. Like, <laughs> you know, no, no. It's unfortunate, but it's accurate. No crying. There's no, no crying. I take it. Here, let's go. Handle it. Guys, I'm so sorry i have to say this now but there was a moment and i don't know if there was a mixed game or a woman's game i think it was a mixed it. game there was a moment where d was sitting on the on the bench for that game and they just <laughs> like, you know, i know what's and happening i was standing in the outbox and they see this bloody fast ball coming <laughs> and it goes past everyone on the court and it lots of enjoyable moments in the mix i'm sure some guys have, have thought of some others and will come you know bring up some some more moments um yeah just a person quickly one one moment that stood out is i i also don't catch very often especially under the international pressure i'm not i don't have a lot of caps to catch it basically in the in the in the international games i'm more prominent on the wing i'm prominent throwing and all that stuff but i happened to take some really good ones in the mix game and one of them was a point blank range shot at me in the no man zone which i managed to catch which was really great and the second one was um, a moment when there was one player left in the other team. I think it was against Hong Kong, um, maybe, or Japan. And we had two players left, and uh, I was quite close to the other player, and I threw a ball at them. They blocked it. I went straight up in the end. I went for the catch. And you know, at that moment, if you're, I've got a ball in your hand and the thrower did, and the opposing team, there's only one thing you can do. You can blixem that guy. Sorry, throw him out. Blixem is a, <laughs> a word for hit. You know, so you can throw him with that ball before he catches your ball. And we were quite close. And I managed to do a quick dodge out the way and then grab, grab his ball, catch his ball. But with my momentum, I went over into his court. So I took myself out, but I also ended the game and won the game, yeah. which was really fun. So that was a really cool moment, especially because I don't usually catch. I was really happy with that. <laughs> nice. What about you, John? Um, yeah, the mix. Yeah, the mix was a lot of fun. I must I say. Yeah, 
our team our team is really nice and like the guys mentioned there's actually quite a lot of Joburg um, players for the first time um, so it was a lot of new guys but it was actually really good I think everyone played really well and, and it was a lot of fun I think um, I feel we played a lot better than I kind of expected and like Julian said I we also said it, me and Angie, saying like we wish we could have played a bit more because it felt like we were just getting better and better and better. So it was just, it was a lot of fun. I think a team highlight for me was probably no matter what happened in the games, the the mixed teams' energy and spirit was always high. There was no one was ever down. It doesn't matter if we lost. Um, no one, no one's head dropped at any point in time, which was amazing. I mean. The, the 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 spirit of the mixed team was was incredible. So that was that, that was really really nice. Um, a personal highlight. Uh, think of one. Um, this was against the states, unfortunately. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, it was uh, it was the time when uh, uh, one of our one of the men's guys, Dimitri. It was just me and him against six of the Americans. Um, so it was six on two, and we actually managed to come out to win that set, um, which was yeah. quite something. So. Um, that was quite enjoyable as a personal highlight between me and, and Dimitri. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, I, I love the, the, the mixed tournament and the men's tournament, the whole, the whole tournament and all was the whole event was, was really, really nice. It was very well run. The, the arena was amazing. Um, so no, it was a, it was an awesome time. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Julian? So, uh, if you creep my facebook you'll see a great picture of me that the, the official <laughs> photographer from egypt got of me holding my head in my hands um which which is not indicative at all of how i felt as a coach it was just um it was just in that moment because we were so close and like i said uh, the mixed team really sort of they they exceeded my expectations so when going into the tournament, I kind of had my my starting lineup, and there's a lot of players I hadn't seen yet, right? I didn't know who these people were, I didn't know like what they could do, and I was just relying on information that I was getting from from Beatrice, which was which was good. Um, and and then you start seeing them play, and it's as a coach, it's just so rewarding, like just to know that the the tactics work, and why my head was in my hands was because I knew the tactic worked, but we just we just made a little mistake. And, and we're, it's, it's like, you can see it. Like this team has the potential. They have the ability to do what they need to do. They're just, they're just not, they're just not quite there. And it's like, this is the, I almost felt a little bit frustrated that we didn't have more time. Like I really wish I could have just like had a practice match against someone else. And um, I did, I did all I could, I think for the mixed team. And uh, yeah, it does. I, I was still blown away by, by the talent that's coming out of Johannesburg. They haven't been playing as long as we have in Cape Town. I mean, we've been going since sort of 2016, I think, uh, Joburg, I mean, no, longer, sorry, longer in Cape Town, but officially since 2016 from the SA side. But Joburg is much, much shorter. And there's just so much potential. But like Jean said, the big thing was the mindset. Never once did any player on that team come to me and say, I'm done, like, I'm sick of losing. Like, you know, everyone there, every game gave me 100%. And I knew I could, it, it, it was difficult to look at my bench and go, I could pick anyone. Like it doesn't actually matter who the front, the starting six are because they all know what they need to do and they're all going to do their best to do it for me. Um, and like I said, I, I now know post that what some of the things that we can work on uh, going into whatever tournament we, we end up at next. Um, but yeah, that was, it was absolutely incredible um, to, to be a coach um, on the day as well, uh, standing in, in the box, uh, which if we weren't allowed to leave and I kept, <laughs> I think um, 
Rodale also had to keep keeping like, no, Judah, get back in the box, get back in the box. You, you, you <laughs> got to get a card because you get a yellow card if you stray too far. And like the whole time, I'm like running towards them because I want to tell them things. But I uh, know it was absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, I was I was very proud of that team. Um, again, it was it was the mental game. Every round, they all lined up and they knew what they needed to do. They all held strong. Um, so so yeah, I was I was immensely proud. Um, as a coach, feeling a little bit like a you know, you have that that parent moment. You feel a little bit like you're looking up to them, and they they your 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 kids are growing up. I actually said to to Pietras after the tournament, I said you raised some good kids, so because <laughs> because uh, they were they were great. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't want to sort of like single players out, but it was just yeah. By the by the end of the tournament, I I could have happily picked a squad of any of them. Um, I would play. I would I would walk through fire for this team, as I think what I said in in the group because. They're just all wonderful people. That's nice. That's actually really uh, heartwarming to hear that. I'm sure they appreciate you too. Yeah, yeah. we do. 100%. <laughs> we do. <laughs> they might not appreciate the 15-minute voice notes, but they appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, Dana? Um, well... I actually want to just mention that in my second game, <laughs> I got really injured. <laughs> um, I, I I went for a ball and the ball took my thumb with it. So that's that was fun. Um, I looked at Jules and I was like, I'm out. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was overs, could overs for me. And I didn't want it, obviously, to be overs. But then one of my teammates came down to check just to double check, like, you know, it wasn't broken or anything. Um, still not 100% sure, you know, <laughs> you know, postponing <laughs> the inevitable. Um, but it was severely sprained, like my whole hand turned blue after like the second day. But uh, after I got strapped, um, I was like, put me in, Jules, <laughs> I'm done, like, I'm back, you know, it's not broken, it's fine, I'm not out after the second game. Yeah, so that was a, a troublesome moment for me because I thought I was out for the tournament, you know. But luckily, it was my left hand, you know. No, not my throwing hand. So <laughs> that's great. Um, still not one hundred percent, but yeah, we'll we'll get there eventually. Um, <laughs> and then I would say one of uh, the best moments playing on the mix team was I, I don't know why I can't remember if it was Nick or Jean left with me I think it was Jean and it was against Egypt and one of the bigger I mean like he's he's large like tall is his age and he went for a suicide and uh, I just remember turning and I H jumped in the air doing his suicide and I smacked him in the air it was great <laughs> <laughs> wait what i threw i threw a ball at him and i oh, threw him a when, when it was, yeah oh. it was like an actual smack but like i connected with the ball it was great and i was like ah, and then like yeah i can't remember what happened afterwards but i, I remember it was only me and somebody else on the court i don't know if it was jean or nick or somebody else but yeah that well, was so who yeah, witnessed the smack upside the head that she delivered Sorry, say again. No, I'm asking the crew here, Nick or Julian, <laughs> who witnessed the smack upside the head on this top? No, it, it wasn't on the head. It was just like I was like so chuffed that like 
I got him when he was mid, like airborne. <laughs> I was like, wow, <laughs> throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it. My, my question, <laughs> hold on. Before I move on to my final segment, my question is, I know how short you are, Dana. Did you jump up and hit him in the head? Or did you no. just <laughs> hit him in the head from the ground up? Like, I'm trying to picture. <laughs> so he was going towards whoever was left on my side I for the life of me I don't remember who it was but it was me and one other person on my side in the mix team and he was suiciding them okay say again no so he was suiciding the other person and you had a yes it wasn't suiciding me but (laughs) it was just funny because he thought I was out at that moment but I had blocked like two balls or something (laughs) and he in his mind you know this chick's out I'm gonna go for the suicide to end the game so that was just so funny because when he got hit, he was like, oh, like I, I wasn't supposed to throw at him because I was hit out already or whatever. But it was so funny. Just that look on his face, like, you know, objecting to the, the ref's call. <laughs> like, the ref, you're out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, it was so classic. Uh, one of the highlights in the mix team, at least. That's going to be the tagline. I smacked someone <laughs> upside the head. No, I I released the ball. Let me just clarify. I released the ball, but in my I, brain, I was like, I smacked him. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, to be fair, Rody and I heard you say distinctly, "You smacked him." Just want to yes, make sure. Yes, I was I did, like, I, I, I actually, I did visualize and hey, I go, so like <laughs> in the end. <laughs> Oh, what a beautiful time. I'm joking. But that's how I felt, like expressing myself, you know. But yeah, to be fair, that's not allowed in dodgeball. No physical contact, guys. No physical contact, people. (laughs) But also, on the same record, I'm not cutting this in post. It's too funny. No, Uh, go for it, dude. (laughs) So before we wrap this up, I want to ask everyone two questions. One, Coming back from the event, obviously everyone feels well. I think the overwhelming feeling is that you wish you had played more because you started to catch your stride towards the final day or two. Um, so how, how did you like the event? And were there any cool jersey swaps that you guys have for your collection? And we're going to start with uh, Nick over here, the OG over here. Yeah, so overall, it was amazing for me. Um, I think for the team as well, we had a great team experience. Um, the event ran well. I mean, I know how stressful it must be putting on an event, especially one of that magnitude. So there's a lot of difficulties you have to go through. So overall, great experience. I really enjoyed it. Um, I loved playing. Obviously, like you said, we would like to play more, but I did feel like there was a lot of games that that did happen. Um, jersey swaps, swaps. Yeah, I got, I got a um, Hong Kong shirt. I got a Saudi shirt and I got a Malaysian shirt. So very happy with that. Nice. And what about you, Rody? 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 Okay, I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's all good. It's all good. It's Rode like Rose. Rode. <laughs> like Rose. I love it. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry, but I'm very quickly going to just touch on one last thing on your last um, question. Go for it. Go for it. The, the, the one thing that I'm really proud of about the mixed team as well is that um, after some of our games, I think on three different occasions, when we were shaking hands with the refs, they actually um, told us that 
they were, we were the best team that they'd ever ref for and mm. that we were the most honest and ethical team. And it was just something that was really, really special to, to hear. And the feedback that we got from that, that was just amazing. That was one of our goals. So that was really great. Just wanted to put that out there. That's great. Um, Go for it. Yeah. So, yes. Um, I think when we walked into the stadium for the first time, we were just absolutely mind-blowing at how big and amazing and beautiful it was. And it gave us that chill. We were like, okay, I'm, I'm actually going to compete in a World Cup. And it was phenomenal. So the event was really well run. I know that Hanny did a lot of effort and a lot of there was a lot of stress, Hanny and Joe and all the, the coordinators. So they did a really great job. Um, and we're really thankful and grateful towards them. And then with regards to shirts swapping, yes, I actually had four South African tops so I could swap out and I swapped all four out. Um, I got two Hong Kong tops because I liked the blue and the red color. I got a Malaysian top and I got the Japan top. But a really cool story is that um, with the Hong Kong team, um, I think on the second last day of the tournament, there was one of the Hong Kong players that came to me and she's like, can we swap tops? Oh, and I said, good. yes, we can swap tops. No problem. We'll bring a king top tomorrow. And we, the next day we swapped our tops and then we off we went and whatever. And so I was asking Nick, you know, let me see all your tops. Cool. He also got a Hong Kong top. And then we went on a Nile trip on the Nile cruise and the whole Hong Kong team as well. They were all there, the whole Hong Kong team. And so while we were just chilling there, the girl that swapped tops with me comes up and she says, oh my goodness, are you guys a couple? And we said, yes, we are. So she says, we're a couple too. And it happened to be the exact same, her partner swapped tops with Nick. <laughs> and then we were like, what? It's insane. And then the most mind-blowing thing is that my World Cup number is 11 and Nick is 16 and hers is 16 and his is 11. And we swapped like that. It was just like, what the heck is going on? so that was really cool and then, and then we did a, a couple shots on the um yeah we got Nile, a couple photos cruise, like two <laughs> couples together very that's, cool that is really you couldn't play it out any more <laughs> cosmically like, intertwined like that that is epic yeah. really insane yeah all right what about you Jane? um yeah the the tournament was awesome. I think I didn't know what to expect heading into it, obviously, with having all these teams and the World Cup and stuff. Um, so, no, it was awesome. We actually, the day before the tournament started, we managed to get into the arena um, when nothing was set up yet, which was actually quite nice. It was nice and calming and relaxing. Um, and then when we got there the next day, everything was set up and everything, and it was, it was amazing to see. Um, the The organization was, was amazing. It was really, really well run. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly, I think. Like I said, I wish I wish we could have played more. My body probably was saying no because it was Aina. <laughs> just had some sore sore body parts, but um, no, it was so much fun and and just just playing against that level of competition was was really really nice for me because we don't get to face that a lot. So it was it was amazing. Um, I really enjoyed that. Um, in terms of shirts, I got a Saudi shirt um, and a Hong Kong shirt. I try to find the tallest Hong Kong player. Because I'm a relatively tall guy, <laughs> um, and they they're not that tall. Um, and then I've got a uh, yeah Saudi and Hong Kong. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Julian. Uh, 
Cool. So, so first, I, I need to do a, a shout out because if I don't do it, he'll be upset. But uh, in in the men's game, my my boy Benny, uh, let's go. He's like, sorry, it was his his first tournament, his first time traveling overseas and everything. So a lot of new experiences for him. But uh, he and I, um, we also had a round that we won together by staying calm. Just the two of us versus one. We soaked up the pressure for about a minute and a half and we won the round. So I just really need to mention that because I know he's definitely going to listen to the podcast. So <laughs> I, I know that I know and I, I know give him that shout out because he, he deserves it. He was he was immense this tournament. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, my experience. Yeah. Um, Benny also picked up about 300 percent improvement from Afghan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's 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 an incredible player. Um, but yeah, so so the events. It was it was well run. I think it it had its teething issues like events have, like in terms of like uh, streaming and that kind of stuff. But you know what? We we got through it. Um, f- for me, like I think the camaraderie, like we talk about swapping shirts, because that's what these events are actually about, right? It's about fostering that that unity between teams. I mean, when we saw the USA team arrive with like they had no no uh, retrievers, uh, so I mean the USA retrievers were us. And even when they yes. played against us, it was also us, <laughs> you know, like Saudi, I think also at one point didn't have retrievers. So we, yeah. bought, we, we retrieved for them as well. Like, and England. Because, and, and England. And, and yeah. that's, that, because that's what we do. And that's what it's about. Like it's about making friends and, and, um, and building the sport, you know, like we, this is, it's a small sport. It's not like the major sports where we can afford to be nasty to each other. We've got to be friendly so we can grow it all together. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I really felt that. I felt there was there was quite a lot of love um between between like a, a lot of the sides, most of the sides, um, but yeah. Um, then in terms of shirt swaps, uh, like Sean, um, a tall Hong Kong guy actually came to me, which was great. <laughs> so uh, so that that solved that problem. He was very excited to um to swap shirts with me, so I have his shirt. Um, and then from the states, uh, uh David and Povo, he brought me his shirt. Uh, he actually, I think he asked Nick or Roday, and then they pointed mm. at me because he's also he's a big guy, so I'm I'm quite a big guy. So we we I had I actually wore his shirt on my run just now, um. So <laughs> I, got, I got a USA shirt, which was actually I really wanted it. It's a very cool, yeah. you know, stars and stripes. Uh, it's always good. Um, and then I was I only had the the three shirts, and I'd left one in my hotel room, or my fourth shirt was in the hotel room because because I'm stupid. But I was wearing my shirt and I kind of wanted to keep it. And there were these under 15s, these youngsters from England who came to participate. And shame. They were so like, they looked so sad because by the time they were trying to stop shirts, I mean, they're like 14, 15, trying to stop mm-hmm. shirts with adults. I mean, I'm 32. Like, you know, the, <laughs> the guy comes and asks me, listen, do you want to swap shirts? And I'm like, listen, the only one I have is the one I'm wearing. And I was kind of like, no, you know, I've really really promised it to it. I promised it to a Japanese guy, but actually we had a miscommunication and he had already swapped the shirt. So that was fine. And I was literally sitting there with Roday and we were like, oh, shame. Because these poor England boys were walking around like lost sheep trying to find anybody that would swap a poor shirt with them. And yeah. eventually I was like, you know what? I went to him and I found him and I said, listen, let's swap shirts. He was also number four and I'm, I'm number four. So I was like, listen, let's do it. But it's the one I'm wearing. It smells a lot like me. It's not going to be great. And he was like, no, no, it's fine. And he like takes it off. And he's like, he was so excited just to get any shirt. And I, I, and I, I like, the thing is like, it wasn't, that shirt wasn't ready for me. That was for him. It's like, there's a, there's a young player. I really want him to, 
like to feel like people care. Like if they'd gone home and none of them had got anything, I really feel like it would have been a, a bad representation of of, yeah. of the tournament as a whole. So I was also a little bit like, you know, it's an English shirt. It still has an English flag on it. It's 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 fantastic. It doesn't matter that it's from a, a 15 year old kid. The fact that it fits me is what should be most shocking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask if you put it on your dog. No, it does fit me. Um, <sighs> so yeah, so, so I, I I got the three. I got um. Yeah, USA, Hong Kong, and uh, and England. And then a Hong Kong player wanted my coach's hoodie um, as mm. well. So I need to order a new coach's hoodie because I swapped that for a Hong Kong jacket as well, which I which I wore today as well. So um, yeah, it was all, all in all a good haul. Uh, I feel like I replenished my, my my stock of sports shirts for the next while. So yeah, but it was it was amazing. Absolutely incredible experience. For sure. And what about you, Dana? Um, I would say for the tournament and just like the overall experience, I would say the supporters from the SA side really played a huge role because, I mean, we didn't really travel with parents and supporters like on a pre- like previous um, tournaments or whatever. So we had quite a few parents and, and supporters going with. I mean, poor James, he landed up retrieving for us at one stage but you know that's all you come to dodgeball you're going to do something to do with dodgeball so you know so I, I would say the supporters and the parents played a, a huge role especially for me um and then um with the the, the vibe the family the the community of dodgeball I taught all the well not all that's a bit much Dana um I taught most of the people that I spoke to like the liquor the like I would say it's like slang <laughs> like something's cool or whatever like that's my translation of liquor so I taught like Hong Kong and Saudi and like it was so cool to see the like even like an Egyptian player was like on the court and he was like Rodriguez liquor and it's like oh let's go <laughs> I like that sort of thing so you know just more vibe I guess um and then with regards to jerseys um I got Hong Kong, Saudi. Um, can I even remember what I got? Uh, Malaysia and no, I lied. I didn't get Malaysia. I wanted a Malaysia. I didn't get it. Um, I got USA and I got England. So England was actually a gift for me because I was running around South African team to get some knee pads for these youngsters because one of their bags went missing on the flight so I was like does anybody have a spare pair of knee pads and then I got some knee pads for them and when they gave it back to me they're like here's a shirt for you for organizing I'm like I'll take that thank you nice (laughs) so yeah four shirts and then as same like Jules I also switched uh, swapped hoodies but I swapped hoodies with a referee yeah oh yeah okay yeah, I I do a lot of riffing on this side with regards to events and just like if I'm not feeling well, I'll still come to dodgeball, but then I'll riff or whatever. So I know what riffing's about. It's it's it can be intense. So I have a lot of res- respect for the riffing community out there in dodgeball and overall. So yeah, sure. that's me. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well. Oh no! It sounds like you guys had a great, great time, uh, great event that took place last year, which is weird to say. Yeah. Um, but overall, I just want to say thank you guys for hopping on and sharing with us your story. I definitely want to interview 
um, some of you guys that I haven't yet uh, individually to share your story uh, at some point later this year. Um, and with that, we'll wrap up. In- All right, and that was my interview with the South Africa Green Mambas. I'd like to thank Julian, John, Rode, Nick, and Dana for hopping on and sharing with us their perspectives across all three divisions. And um, it was definitely a fun conversation, as you can tell. Uh, stay tuned for my next guest, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, let's just kick off the year right, huh? We'll have some solid interviews, solid content, solid recaps, and uh, just going to start the year off right and go off with a bang. All right, if you've been with me up until this point, thank you so much, and have a wonderful day.